welcome to the Way What Podcast. If you gotta be dumb, you gotta be tough. If you got knocked down, you gotta get back up. I ain't the sharpest knife in the drawer, and that's why, you know. If you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. I'm David. I'm Mitchell. I'm Liam, and are we using that? (laughs) (laughs) How we doing, guys? All good? We're all good. All good. good. Even better today, we we are not alone. We are not alone. We We have a guest, a new guest, not someone that we've managed to drag back into the seventh depth of hell that we occupy. No, we have... uh, the host of Drip Trip and Spill podcast, and also the CEO of the Matty Ice Media Network, Matty Ice himself. How are you doing, man? Gentlemen, I am doing fantastic. Thank you for that wonderful, wonderful intro. And uh, I have to ask you guys a question real quick, if you don't mind. I don't want to hijack the episode here, but I do have a question for you, because I saw your latest episode, and I'm intrigued. Do you mind? Sure. So, Clash at the Castle, can we... Can we possibly talk about that for like two minutes? Because I'm a huge oh. wrestling, a huge wrestling fan, huge wrestling fan. <laughs> so we go. Um, this, right. I'll, I'll, I'll be quiet for a bit. Yeah, the half hour. This is gonna, gonna be a half hour of this now. Hold on, let me tell you. No, 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 no. <laughs> there won't be a half hour. I didn't actually get to listen to the episode just yet, but I wanted to get your thoughts on it before I gave mine because I've been watching wrestling for close to 40 years now. Wow. Yes, I was six. And I'm going to be turning 40 in February. So I've been I've been ride or die with pro wrestling for quite a while. <laughs> well, um... uh, I mean, I thought it was there was a few things that I liked more than others. I'm finally glad that Dominic has done what he's done. For those who haven't seen it, I won't spoil it too much. But Dominic's bit was good. The best match of the night was obviously the Reigns. McIntyre match, but uh, I think it was the match. Of, I think it was the match of the night. I think Sheamus and Riddle's match was them Sheamus two matches. No, Sheamus match and Riddle's match, the two matches. Oh, the they were yeah, kind yeah, of on the same level. I thought, it was, I thought it was good considering this liked, the first one we've had in thirty years. I like the show, but it's just it was just let down by the main event because the ending of the main event was Finished, just what yeah. just took took the wind completely out of the of the whole thing. Because you've, they built it to this huge UK pay-per-view for Drew to win it, and he didn't win it, you know. And, you know, you could say that he was kind of kept strong, I guess, because of the outside interference. But, uh, nah, man, he still, still, it was still like a massive letdown. And they tried to save it with the weird Tyson Fury, <laughs> Drew McIntyre, oh. like, sing-off at the end. Um, awesome. But, yeah, it was... Uh, it was it was a great it was a great show overall, but let down by uh, by the main event finish. Is what I feel. So, are you guys in the same? Are you guys in the boat where, with pro wrestling, if the outcome isn't what you want, then that that determines whether it was a good show or not? Or can you get past an an outcome that you maybe weren't personally looking for and look at the overall quality of the match and say, you know what, maybe it wasn't I would have done or what I wanted, but ultimately, man, that was a hell of a match because I felt like Huge. that. I felt that way a lot watching usually it. usually the problem the problem me and dave have is we would sit there and we would book the match we would say, this is what you should do but then you can yeah. you sit there and go no i get why they done that that will make sense because in the long run this will happen to that person and it's just like a 
you just sit there and you try and plan it out. But I'll my appreciate is, match as a match. My feeling is, is that because of like usually on any kind of show kind of, kind of thing, if they've built done like a controversial finish to a match, like you know the recent AEW one with CM Punk and uh, Moxie that just happened on yes. Dynamite um, with Punk injuring a foot in three minutes. I didn't lose my mind over that match because it was quite obviously leading to a story which is going to mm-hmm. lead on to all out kind of thing. Um, but this is different because this is a UK pay-per-view for Drew McIntyre yeah. where mm-hmm. he was all built around him winning the title there. That's the whole reason they were there in the first place, in my opinion. And they, they it didn't happen. It's the same way as that Drew McIntyre won the, the title during COVID time in front yeah. of an empty WrestleMania. And then they bring a UK pay-per-view for him to win the title and he doesn't win it. So mm-hmm. what the hell are they doing to Drew? Poor Drew, man. He's twice. Do you know it's Drew, Drew, Sheamus, and Finn Balor all, all on lost. The, all, in, all lost. And Riddle lost as well. And Riddle lost. It's a very heel-heavy kind of like winning I'm, car kind of thing. I'm there wasn't it. a lot for the there wasn't a lot for the home crowd to go to to kind of get crazy about though. Like I understand from a storyline perspective, they gave him some like great moments. Even though the babyface winning with Edge and Rey Mysterio ended on a kind of sour note with oh, Mysterio turning heel. Oh, but it wasn't, I was but beautiful. Was happy. As soon as beautiful. I saw Dominic's hair, man, I knew what was happening. As soon as I saw that hair, I was like, yep, Dominic's We're getting WCW Eddie Guerrero style Dominic, hopefully. Fingers crossed. I love it. Well, I want to hear your take on it because I enjoyed it. So, because we were talking about obscure sports today and so pro wrestling isn't necessarily obscure but i don't know really anybody else who watches. <laughs> hey I, I i would to be fair, to be fair some people would class it mm. Mm, i would say it actually is a sport only because of how much talent it takes to not get killed oh yeah, yeah well yeah but then would you class like circus performers like Cirque du soleil as sport by can you do it here's, here's my question can the average person do that Oh, no, 100%. So in in some way, that's where I wanted to get to with this, too. Like, how are we defining sport? Because in America, we have a lot of stuff that we love. Well, I say we. I'm I'm loving myself into that, but I don't love it. But I guess in some way, it would be considered sport, depending on your definition. Well, yeah, because, like, not everything that's, like, a sport is, like, also physically kind of, like, taxing. Yeah, that's true. Like chess. some of the sports that we have, yeah, chess, snooker, mm-hmm. darts, the ones that I'm thinking over F1. here that are quite obscure. It's competition. Formula One. Well, yeah, Mitch, I'd like to see you get into a Formula One car with negative G hitting you from every direction and say, oh, yeah, that was fine. That was fine. <laughs> <laughs> MotoGP. <laughs> MotoGP. Oh, <laughs> now, now, na- now you're just naming sports. UFC. <laughs> <laughs> just go. <laughs> I think it. Uh, I think with a sport, I think it. I think you can't just say as a sport. I think it's got to come under a certain. Like for example, with wrestling, it have to come under like a combat sport because although it is predetermined, you still got. A, I mean, look at Sheamus's chest. You're going to sit here and tell me that that didn't happen and that didn't hurt. It's a combat sport. You still got to be able to take it. So he let that. Ha- he let that happen though. <laughs> yeah, I know he let that happen, but he still had to take it. Would you? Would you want to take a chop from him? No, but I would. No, but then, but then other aspects of entertainment I would not like to do as well. Like I would not like to. 
I don't know, like if you go to a strip club or something like that, I couldn't do some of the performances on a pole, but therefore it's not sport, but it is entertainment. And I, could hey. I highly doubt that. I highly hey. doubt that. I can see you. <laughs> well, you pay well me. my pole you is on the camera me. here. And, uh, I've been practicing. <laughs> you pay me as much as they can earn and I'll think about it. <laughs> but um, that means when it comes to like a lot of the obscure kind of sports in the UK, well, it's funny when I was doing my research for this, it it dawned on me that when we're trying to figure out American versus UK, so many of these obscure sports that used to be either predominantly UK or predominantly American are international now in some ways. So yeah. it actually was a lot harder for me. Like I have a list of probably, mm, I don't know, 15, 20 sports just just to have a bunch out there. And I'm like, I don't know if half of these are sports and I don't know if there's a lot of international folks who actually participate because there are, like, I try to think of, of certain things, like you guys mentioned Formula One and I was like, oh, NASCAR is a niche sport or an obscure sport, but like not really because Formula One is huge around the world, but that's just our redneck version of it. <laughs> yeah, but I don't integrate like a lot because you don't see many American drivers go into Formula One, and by the same token, like you don't really see many Formula One drivers go into NASCAR in the same That's way. That's true. Is there? Are I there think, any I think that, American? I think that driver? has happened though. I think uh, I don't think there's any American drivers in Formula One. I think I've, I've heard of Formula One drivers going into NASCAR though. In the same way that I've heard of uh, like English football players like like playing in the NFL. Just I mean, I'll be, can, I'll, <laughs> I'll be completely honest. I fucking hate Formula One. I can't stand it. So I wouldn't know even if you asked me. I I've never watched. I, I've never watched, but it's so boring. Was that? There's been 57 American <laughs> F1 drivers. Oh, okay. Well, that's American How F1 boring. drivers, but the ones ones that also do NASCAR as well, though. Uh, I really wouldn't know. Well, that's the uh, thing. You got to go in and do the research here, Mitchell. Come on. <laughs> what, what ones that anybody doing? cares about? Working. Well, because yeah. like Formula One just got bought. I love uh, sports business stuff. So like. I think they just their contract for TV just got bought for a really low amount, but by the time they actually go to get bought again, it's going to be like five times what they just paid for it, whoever just paid for it, because it's becoming a very, very popular sport worldwide. I mean, there's reality shows Netflix. here about yeah, it. Yeah, the Netflix thing was really kind of like how yeah. that thing kind of take off in, in the States and, like, and basically just around the world. Yeah. Like, it's very almost kind of like European kind of uh, mm -hmm. vibe with um, Formula One. A lot of the in, tracks are in like uh, uh, are mainly in Europe, and then they Monaco, kind of play out every now Monaco's and then. So like, one of the most, one of the most yeah. famous Monaco. I've drivers. got Monaco. a list of ten F1 drivers that went to NASCAR. Oh, wow. there you go. Okay, there you go. There's ten. Not like we're going to be able to know who any went to NASCAR, of them are. And it's a big pump tour. NASCAR to Formula One as well. Yeah. So skills do I mean, translate. It's not just driving around in a circle. That's what well, yeah. actually is. Ten is quite a lot. That's, I was going to say that's a lot because there's not like what is there thirty, forty cars? Maybe I'm not a huge racing fan in that in that respect, so I don't really know. But I don't. I know that it, there are is not yeah. the roster of drivers the way that there is like golfers or tennis players or or things like that. So you might know this one, Kimi Raikkonen. I do know Kimi Raikkonen. I know. Yeah, I know, I know Kimi Raikkonen, the Formula One driver. We yeah. both did NASCAR, yeah. Hmm. Oh, he had the sabbatical years from F1 in 2007 and uh, raced in NASCAR. Oh, wow! Took a year off. Took a year wow. off to race I'm going to take a year. I'm going to take a year out and go and drive it, in um, an equally mental race. Is it in a circle? 500 times. Yeah. Is it Damn. seen as quite dangerous, NASCAR? 
Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. Yeah. And Americans the same way go there. One is. Now, I feel like do as Americans go to NASCAR, majority of Americans who love NASCAR are waiting for a crash. I don't get that same sense with Formula One, and I don't know if like the no. Netflix special There's changed it. There's a lot it. of people. There's a lot of people. I know. I, I was before we started doing this. I was literally playing FIFA with one of my mates who's watching it in the background, and the only time he turns around to look at it is if he hears potentially a crash. Other than that, he's not interested. Well, that's just hey. that's just sick because oh, <laughs> it is sick. Yeah, but here, like I'm 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 a trained boxer, so like people watch boxing for the knockouts. They watch UFCs for the knockouts, and yeah. I'm like. I actually prefer a fight that doesn't end in a knockout because generally it's two very skilled and equal opponents going at, for the most part, going at each other. So there, there is a culture, I guess, internationally, just looking for people to have horrible things done to them. But less, there's less like fatality when it comes to like uh, knockouts than there is in like a car crash. I mean, oh NASCAR, yeah. I mean, in Formula One, they're going at such high speeds and stuff like that that any kind of crash is like You're- pretty much. And the car gets cars, ripped apart. Yeah. Well, the car's yeah, made of like well, the car's made of like sandpaper, which is just ripped yeah. to pieces. Carbon fiber, <laughs> yes. isn't it? They got to yeah. be so light. That's the thing. But I think I feel like, from what I've seen, NASCAR crashes look so much more like devastating than a Formula One crash. It just look because I think it's just because they're all going. It's just that one with a Formula One. Like sometimes if you get them on the corner, they'll spin, they'll spin out and then slam into the wall. Every now and again, they flip, but I feel I feel like you hear of more NASCAR drivers getting hurt than you do a Formula One. That's that might just be what that might just be what I've seen. Is that because so of the big pileups, though? Could be. Yeah, because yeah. they're all really clustered together. So yeah. if one Someone person goes out, it's like the Tour de France when when one drop when one uh, biker goes down, like a whole bunch of them go down because they're all so yeah. close together trying to make it. Fascinating. Well. Anyway, I didn't mean to, again, hijack that with some Formula One talk, but uh, was trying to figure out what we meant by sport because I don't want to be the guy who just keeps throwing out stuff and you're like, that's not a sport. It's anything, oh, no. to be fair, we're a warfare game. Yeah, You giving us a talking point is giving us structure. We have no structure. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I took you. We, you, come you, in, call, you called me professional, professional, I guess. Yeah. No, that's it? I mean, yeah. yeah. We just, yeah. we literally, we turn up. It's a shit show for an hour hour and a bit i've just realized i just we haven't even plugged our socials yet at wait what trio at the twitter (laughs) there you go Uh, you can can edit that in the front yeah yeah yeah. well there's more work for liam fantastic that's what he does (laughs) (laughs) all i do that's all i do does everything i i feel for you that's all I do. All I do is edit. I don't. I don't put the episodes out. I don't uh, plug the episodes. I don't talk to everyone. I don't organize. I don't organize nothing. No. Yeah, me. Me and Matt, what you are back, then, you know. What are you? Yeah. I record it. Oh, yeah, Mitch records it. Mitch, you all have a job. This isn't. This isn't a pissing contest. All right. This isn't a dick measuring contest. All right, we're out, guys. There's, there's a spot for you. <laughs> I mean, I had a look. I thought I'd have a little look at um, before I went on to Obscure. I was looking at what we class, what is classed as like a national sport. Ours are weird because there's two of them on there that one is definitely international and the other one I couldn't give a rat's ass about. The, the five that I could find for us was rugby, cricket, football, 
badminton and tennis. Badminton is a sack of shit. Couldn't get too much. <laughs> badminton was crazy. Yeah. When you said that well, badminton was a national sport, I was like, what? Apparently, badminton <laughs> is very, very big in this country. It's massive, apparently. Apparently so. I know it's in it's the Olympics on... and stuff, but apparently for this, it's one of our... Time you see it. The only time you see it is when it's in the Olympics. Like, so, it's like track cycling or, or, or running, you know? You don't really, they don't do skies, they don't do ESPN, like the national, like national run, and athletic know. championships. Over well, here. And then I had a look at for, uh, all I could find for the US national sports. I could only find four, but that's just because I'm useless. And it was obviously, oh, it pains me to say the word, Soccer, <laughs> um, basketball, which is obvious, uh, football, NFL. I put, I, I, I think college football is probably you can class it as a separate thing because that seems to be its own separate beast. Yeah, there's a lot to talk the, about there. Some of the college football, like, what was it? Is it what's what's the big one that you always say? What is it? No, is it Notre Dame? Is they're that, the they're probably like the no. biggest brand that everybody knows yeah, internationally. Yeah. Well, as we say, they don't win anything, but uh, everybody <laughs> knows who they are. Um, and then the other one, uh, it said hockey, and I'm assuming that meant ice, ice hockey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love I love ice hockey. About, I watched that today. What about baseball? Did you say well, baseball America's pastime. America's pastime. That's what they call that's it. The one I, that's the one I couldn't find. Yeah, American cricket. You know why you say, can't find I it? I did say it was useless. I did say no. That. You know why you can't find baseball? Because baseball has adapted the least of every single one of those sports. So if I were to break down American major sports, I think the number one is American football. I like to make that distinction because I hate the word soccer too. So it just bothers me. Um, But American football is easily the number one, not just in how much money that they make, but popularity. I mean, there's only 16, 17 games now. And so you don't have to commit as much time. All the wives in America allow their husbands every Sunday, like myself. So we're we're good. Actually, my wife loves to watch American football. So there's that. Baseball used to be, but it's it's so far behind. But I think that basketball, the NBA, is is right there, number two. I would actually say hockey. They consider hockey a major sport here, but it's mostly Canadians, Eastern Europeans, and there are a decent crop of American players. Don't get me wrong, but the faces of the NHL are really not from America. Like there's not as many as there, there once was. And soccer, sort of. It's very it's very hit or it's, miss. It depends. It's growing. Like, it is growing. I will say that it is growing. So I would actually argue that interest in European and international soccer is growing, but nobody really gives a shit about MLS. <laughs> so, I, 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 I imagine Premier League is. I imagine Premier League is probably like the one that's. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you can you can watch every <coughs> Premier League game. Every yes. Premier League game is on TV. Correct. So like, come come three o'clock on a Saturday. The, the league is in this country. They've basically said, up yours. You ain't watching it because they want you to go and watch non-league. Who wants? No one wants to watch non-league. So what they do is pretty much everywhere else in the world can broadcast it. That's why every stream you find is normally Sky Sports. Uh, no, yeah. it's normally um, it's on USA, isn't it? I think it's on USA. Yeah. Or whatever, yeah. whatever network yeah. is on, whatever network is on, you'll find every game there. You used to get it on NBC too. Like it was a Sunday morning thing where you could get the big Premier League. And I'll be honest with you, I think that I've seen more Premier League jerseys and overt fandom than I have. I- I've never ever outside of going near the stadium here because I live 
right outside the DC United or, you know, sort of close by. Like if you're in the vicinity of the stadium on a game day, you'll see it. But I've never seen anybody just wear an MLS jersey out. Whereas you see baseball jerseys, basketball jerseys, you know, American football, and then Premier League. And a lot of Americans have a Premier League team. And they're actually part of the rivalry where, rivalry where they say, that's a tough word, by the way, where they say, you know, Chelsea or, you know, Man City or whatever. Like there's people who actually have teams and they get upset over it, like as if they're walking into an English pub, like they've been watching it their whole life. And they just oh, like, you know, you know, you know, it's out of two teams. That's out of two teams was Chelsea and Man City, not like Bournemouth, Southampton, yeah, West Ham, anything like that. Oh, yeah. Some fantastic names. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, what about in America, though? Um, for those kind of fans, is the um, international team, the uh, American soccer team, the international soccer team, do they get like much kind of like love and follow? Because they they were pretty bad. I remember when they didn't qualify for the World Cup before last, the 2018 yeah. one. But recently, there's been a large kind of like influx of great American players that have come into the European leagues. Your Christian Pulisic is your mm -hmm. um G uh, the Rainer, the Giovanni Rainer's kids. Yep. He's he's one of the one in there. He's yeah. Fantastic. There's the like uh, the influx of uh, well, there's one that's played for Barcelona. Is it Sergio Dest as well? He's another one. Sergio Dest. Do you know what yeah, it is as yeah. well? You've noticed a lot of I know mo a majority of them are in the back end of their years, but more and more players are going from the major European leagues your, your Bundesliga, your Serie A, League One, Premier League. They the, the phrase is you go play in the MLS to die, basically. You, you <laughs> yeah. go to play there to That's your a, career to die. But isn't that what I think Wayne Rooney did? You earn a bag yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah and Gerard. Yeah. And Gerard. Yeah. And, and Beckham. Jermaine Defoe. Yep. But anyway. But, the, but they go there. The, when they go, I feel like they've gone there and they're yeah, helping the younger crop of the American players that are probably getting into that team. Like, imagine you're playing at centre-back and you're an understudy to Chiellini. He's one of the yeah. best centre-backs to ever play. I fucking hate him for what he did, but <laughs> that's that's not the point. But, but, that, but that, might be, that might be a factor. But there's, but there's like, also Canada as well has uh, seen, uh, like, a, they've qualified for their first World Cup. They've got Alfonso Davies who plays over in Bayern, uh, Bayern Munich as well. So is where all these players are getting, like, into the European leagues now, has that then made the international team seen as something that Americans more want to follow? I don't know. Uh, my brother-in-law and I did a did a episode on my sports show about why do Americans dislike soccer, and I say that in in because there's really no interest in American sports and even the national team. Nobody talks about the national team until it's the World Cup, and we love our patriotism here better or for worse in in America. And I've always oh, been fascinated. Yeah. yeah, well, I've always Sports, been fascinated yeah. by it because soccer actually. I keep using that. I'm trying to use that word to differentiate it from what you all are doing because what they do yeah. here and what you do there is, is different. But um, I'll say soccer. Liam won't say soccer. <laughs> well, I'll say it. I'll say it, but I'll be sad. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> it's one of the cheaper and easiest sports to get your young kids into because there are soccer leagues everywhere. And almost every kid starting at like age five, six can actually get into and be part of a soccer team. But somewhere along the line, that interest stops. And I'm not sure why, because it's it's literally one of the cheapest sports that you can get into. You need a ball, some cleats and, a sh and some shin guards. And like, that's it. Right. Like you don't need it's to play hockey. You need all the gear to play football. You need all the gear. It's very expensive. But I think there's something there's a disconnect somewhere in which these young kids are playing soccer up to a point. 
And then I think it's the allure of all the money that these athletes make. You, they want to play football. They want to play basketball. They want to play baseball because it, there's an, there's a false hope. I think that a lot of parents have that their kids are going to make it. And I don't mean to piss off like every parent from America that's <laughs> listening to this, but I think it's actually accurate. And I know like for my son, I don't have aspirations that he's going to do anything big in that kind of regard, whatever he does. I just hope he does it well, but he, like there are parents who, who stick their kids in football and they, they put everything into it because they think that they're going to be the next Tom Brady. And it's like, oh, there's only been one of those. So the odds are completely yeah, not in your favor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like soccer is just a sport that nobody really gets. And even, even when they get behind it, it's amazing when the world cup comes about and it really, really gets on my nerves. So my, 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 I call it my origin story for soccer. I played soccer when I was a kid and then that disconnect happened, but I went to Europe right after I graduated college during the 2006 world cup. Like I was there while the world cup was happening. Italy won. I think that year I was there when it happened and I got it. Like I understood why the sport was so wonderful. And there are nitpicks to have on the sport. Zero, zero ties. A lot of people don't like that, but it doesn't like you have to know what you're watching to understand why, you know, zero, zero can still be thrilling, even if it's, it's not the outcome that you want. And once I understood that I, I can watch it in a whole new light, but a lot of Americans, when they watch every world cup, they're just, they want USA to win because we want to be great at everything, but they have no clue what they're watching. Like absolutely no clue what they're watching. <laughs> and I would say the women's team captures more interest than the men's team because they win. So, and that's, that's always going to get Americans interested. And I think it's the fact that it soccer is like the one big time sport in the world that we just can't ever get good at. When it comes to like, the path that you were saying with um, with parents uh, getting their kids into the kind of sports so that you know they become big stars and stuff like that. I feel that that is more attainable in America because a lot of your education system is revolved around sport as well, whereas that doesn't happen around here. Around in Europe, like it is literally like you gamble your future in sport. You gamble your childhood. Yeah, the childhood's yeah, gone. yeah. yeah. The childhood because you gone. don't get because you won't get you because you don't get an education at the same time. You can try doing an education at the same time when when you've got a, a kind of like in a youth football career, but a lot of people don't. So then when their football career doesn't make it because of like very common things like injuries. That's it's, knee, it's, it's always on. the knees. Always yeah. the knees. It's always that. Then oh these, yeah, I used to play football, these, but knees. These young. These young kids, like 16, 17, 18 year old like kids kind of thing, and then have gambled their future on a, a, a sports career, which is going to come into fruition. It's and having, in the meantime, had an had an education, which has then led to like kind of problems with like drugs and crime and stuff it was like, like that. When I was in when I was in primary school going into secondary school, we um I was playing football pretty much all the time. I didn't dedicate my entire childhood, but I played it a lot. I ended up getting a trial for Leighton Orient, didn't get in, then the dream ended. There and then, finished, and I went on to do something else. I've got a friend whose brother got a scholarship to play in Kentucky. He's there right now. He's playing for the team there. For him to get in, he had to take three separate subjects. He was like, you, like this was like all part and parcel of his, um, of his scholarship. It was like, you need to make sure like these were all the requirements if you didn't read requirements tough so he had to take business he took business media and something else i can't remember what it was but the comparison to the two is unreal and it's funny you say that because i think 
in America, especially in higher education, like once you get to college, there is the ability for a lot of these athletes to play sport and also get the education. So, and, and there's a lot of sports that aren't going to have a pro league, right? Like they're not going to go pro and get paid. So they get that, that fallback of having a degree. And I think you're right where we do have the ability for, I, you see this in the Olympics a lot, actually, like, especially with gymnasts, you have to start training for that so early in your life, like almost as a toddler. And you have two separate lives. You have your normal life, you have your gymnastics life, but none of that has anything to do with having a childhood. Like you don't have it, but you're still getting an education. And if you go to the Olympics and you win a gold medal, great. You go on to endorsements and what have you, but you still have that degree. But in American football, you mentioned college football, it's so divorced from actual education now that they're all in there to make millions. And a lot of these, these kids go to college on a yearly scholarship, don't end up making the NFL. Sometimes they don't even graduate. And then they have what? Like nothing, right? They're, yeah. And they're wasting away or trying to get tryouts and all that stuff. So it, it's an interesting dichotomy to think like about. That, yeah, yeah you're right. They, and, and, then they, uh, and then they become pro wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> NXT. Great, great callback. I love it. I'm, I'm here uh, for it. So... Uh, Mitch, so, so we were still about obscure sports, Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, Mitch, you, you, you did. I, I sent you some of them, and then I mean, found you found some a, myself. You found some as well. I mean, I found. How obscure are these? That's why I want to know. Oh, oh no, you've got. Can sport, I read the description after I read what the sport is, and then oh, yeah. judge from mm -hmm. that? See, if I've you got, have to I've read the description, sports. I'm already worried. Right, so, <laughs> sports, obscure sports, and then there's another level above that as well. It's some weird stuff. So these ones are called weird British sports, and this one, the first one on the list is bubble football. <laughs> bubble I have football. played it. I have played this. The concept and rules are identical to normal football, with one big curveball. You're actually inside. You're actually in an inflatable bubble. With right. this with this plastic coating, it makes any attempt at playing football virtually impossible. It becomes more a cross between rugby, American football and British Bulldog. The highlights of the game are spectacular fouls and players rolling around more than the ball itself. It's highly recommended regardless of whether you consider yourself a Stephen Gerrard or a Stephen Hawking. <laughs> it's, I think it's for I think it's more commonly referred to as Zorb football. Yeah. It sounds football like in um... It sounds like like the kind of sport that you would invent if you're really worried about head injury. Like if it is, oh, yeah. head injuries is, your, is what you're worried, we'll get everyone it's in plastic right. bubbles and then everyone's okay. That's the future. That's what the NFL is going to be. All the NFL are going to be in massive plastic bubbles and then they're going to be trying we're just to find holes, a way. We're just two to... holes either side so they can yeah. they can put their arms out and catch the ball. Yeah, yeah, fight. exactly. And then they'll throw, throw the football and... Uh, yeah, and, as, and Aaron Rodgers will still won't win a Super Bowl. Nope. <laughs> Don't, that, that's my lane. So just be be careful. Be careful <laughs> because I love talking American football and I will hijack this show talking American I, football. So let's keep going. Let's I'm keep a going. fan. I'm, I'm a fan. Yep. I, could, I could hang yep. for a bit. <laughs> I could barely hang on. I can barely hang on. It'll be Mitchell again. He'll just. Yeah. I know Mitchell's very talkative so far, but you know. So <laughs> Mitch, you gotta let some, Mitch, you gotta let people get some words in, man. Okay. Okay. Do you, to, do you want my next one on the list? Yes. Absolutely. Cheese rolling. I've heard of this. Everyone, it seems everyone in this country seems this, to come This is the opposite, actually. This is the opposite of what, <laughs> bubble football. The annual, cheese, <laughs> the annual cheese rolling championship held in Gloucestershire is maybe the most bizarre sport in the world. To put it simply, every year hundreds of people meet in order 
meet up in order to chase a wheel of cheese down an incredibly steep hill. This sport is not only bizarre, but incredibly dangerous, with many getting injured every year. If you can yeah, muster up the courage to give it a go, we salute you. Mitch, what's the prize? You get a, you get the cheese at the end. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Everyone has the same reaction. First of all, there's so... <laughs> that's an incredible waste of cheese, right? Nobody's eating that wheel of cheese. Nobody, right? Or are we just germaphobes yeah. here in the States? Oh, it's, People no, no, it's, it? a, it's, it's, it's a thick, it's a thick it's, rind. It's like oh, it's a in the rind? rind? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's different. It's, about, it's, it's not just derelict. Size, it's, cool. no, it's probably the size of like what? Steering wheel? A bit bigger? It's a big yeah. old, it's a fairly sizable. circle of cheese, yeah. In yeah. the rind. So that's dangerous because people are just in a mob Chasing running, off. right? Like they're oh, not. Yeah. This Down isn't a like, steep hill. I'm, the hill is literally like that. The hill is just a, just a deep decline and people are, and it's normally when it. rain, it's normally when it's been raining as well. So they are caked in mud, shit, everything. It's just, oh. it's just a mess. Okay. Honestly, mate, if you go on YouTube and like watch some of the highlight, uh, like highlights Tele- of this, Tele- some of the falls are people like tumbling down like on their head every single time, kind of thing, chasing after the cheese. And I don't know how you win. I guess it's like getting the cheese down. The first one down. The first, first one down. I was first one down. Can you beat the no, cheese, no, they, or do you have to catch the cheese? I think I think what it is is they let the cheese go first. Then you've obviously got to chase it. And I think it's I think it's the first one to reach the bottom. The cheese will get there before you do because that cheese is gone. The moment it hits that, boom, it's off. But you see people that try and like slide down it and then they hit like a flat bit and they just go ass over to it. Flying. Gone. It's fantastic. It's great. I love it. It's great. So let me give two since we went two. We'll go two for two here. And I'm going to go food again. So this this is any eating contest is is really big here in the States, but the the hot dog eating contest is the big one. You guys probably yeah. know about that at this point yeah. on our Independence Day on July 4th. It's one of the grossest things I've ever seen in my life. Like, I can't even <laughs> begin to tell you how gross it is. I, I love hot dogs. I love a good hot dog. And the summertime is the time to have them. But watching these idiots dip hot dogs in water and oh, then yeah. eat them like like yeah, you know, like a very um, inappropriate visual, and I think a really the guy skinny dude that wins. <laughs> yeah, well, it is, and and he ate like sixty six hot dogs in ten minutes, and what? Well, yeah, it was it, I, it was something, and he's continued to like up his record every single year. It's it's gross, right. like it's totally gross, and people, for lack of a better term, pun intended, eat it up here in the states. So that that's one that I found that I was like, oh, I've got I've got to include that because it it is huge around here. Oh, let's see. Let's so this is probably not something that exists anymore, but it was. So back in the day, and we can actually go back to like the uh, wrestling, like attitude era when women were seen as just sex objects way back in the day. We used to have lingerie football. That was a thing that happened. Lingerie oh, football I re- league. Summer, right? yeah. I remember it. Yeah, I yeah. remember this. I mean at, at the age that it was on television, I was in the prime demographic. Not that I wouldn't be now, but uh, I was, what, 18, 19? So horny as all get out, just watching, you know, really attractive women play football on TV. I was all about it. They they used to hit hard. 
Yes. They, I've seen like some videos. I saw, I saw one woman, she got hit. So like she got hit, like I think she got blind. So she got cleaned out. She pretty much got back up and just sparked the other woman square in the face. And they just, they just had it out there. Oh, yeah. and, and I saw another woman. She literally, she, she, um, she scored a touchdown and she just grabbed the nearest beer, just chugged it, <laughs> threw it Steve. at someone and then carried on. And I was just like, Steve Austin style. I was like, yeah, yeah, I rate that. That was fantastic. I always thought that was a figure of my imagination. I thought nope. I didn't think that was a real thing. I thought I was dreaming. <laughs> uh, yeah. I know Summer Ray was one. I remember that. Mm-hmm. That's mad. I'm so I'm not surprised it's not a thing anymore. I'm not surprised. Like the hot dog eating contests, kind of. So does that kind of evolved. that happens? That's that... into restaurants now, isn't it? Restaurants will now do challenges. That's the thing. You get people yeah. that, that will then go around doing the challenges, like man versus food. That mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, it, um, it is huge. That that's the pinnacle, though. The the hot dog one. It's televised. It's on ESPN here every Fourth of July. I've never seen it. I don't think I've ever seen it. Don't like, don't, don't. trust me. I'm I'm saving you. Now I is there like storylines and stuff? Is there like I, the back, I, the guy on the backgrounds of some of the uh, competitors and stuff? They've got, rivalries. Well, yes, there actually are <laughs> yeah. because everybody's trying to beat the same guy. It's the same dude who's won I think 15 years in a row. It's but in this, Joey Chestnut is his name. I've heard of that guy. Yeah. He I've was on Hell's Kitchen guy. when he didn't he do the whole Yeah, I think Hell's he was Kitchen. on Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, I love American Hell's Kitchen. At the same American time that that is good. at the same time that that is happening, there is a Kool-Aid chugging contest where they have to drink like a gallon of Kool-Aid. I don't know if you guys know what that is. It's like the sugary yeah. powder. Yeah. 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 That used to yeah, be big yeah. when I was a kid. You don't see it as much anymore, but it's like how many gallons can you drink in whatever whatever time that is? I That's a lot of sugar. No That's kidding. Like, oh, and a, let me tell you, the guy who won is a big dude. Like, is that is that the, is that the black dude. dude? Yeah. Black dude. Yeah. Oh, so has he got a YouTube channel, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Big dude. I know exactly. Badland Chugs. Is that who it is? Yeah, I, I think, think so. YouTube now. He is the one that like drinks like a big bot, a big liter of Sprite or something. He's an animal. Wow. He is an. I animal. can't even begin to describe to you how sugar. <laughs> unsettling that is to my stomach to just watch it. Oh, that's crazy. But Don't people you have the eat it chili in contest as well. They have other ones. There's like pie eating contest. That was in there's pie? there's been references to that. Yeah, like well, yeah. Uh, there, <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, there have been there have been references to like pie eating contests in movies. I'm trying to think of the one the American movie. I think it was the Sandlot maybe, which was a baseball movie. And uh, you know the guy. You know, the, so pie eating contest. I don't know about chili. There's chili cook-offs and it's more who makes the best tasting food so i don't consider that in the same realm that's that's like bragging right stuff but eating at volume it's it's weird or it's a weird it, weird thing. or is it more of uh they go up in like hotness scoville level oh that happens there's a yeah. youtube channel called hot ones where oh, they have ce- they, yeah, they have celebrities on and they just eat these ridiculously hot fucking wings for no reason other than to just kill them afterward so I want I want to try on that guy. I want to try that. Oh yeah, you'd be you'd be sick on that. You'd, oh, you'd, absolutely. You'd smash, it. you'd smash it. And uh, the guy who does that, Sean Evans. He's, yeah. he's a sick interviewer. He'll do his research on your. Oh, he he'll is. Look right into your, he'll look into your backstory and stuff, and he'll he'll find stuff out that you didn't know. He's actually <laughs> not to not to get off of the sports thing, but like him, he's one of the people who, when I try to model myself as you know doing this. And I have somebody on who I've never met before who I'm interviewing. I, I use him as an example because he's very good at 
asking the right questions in a way that's not it's it's keeping the thing it's keeping it flowing like it all yeah, builds a, on itself it's yeah, very there's professional a, there's a compilation video of like his uh interview like the guests kind of thing uh, just complimenting him and asking good questions it's just a compilation of well, yeah because he'll he'll be like question. oh what about this time that you did this when you were 11 they're like how'd you know that how did you even <laughs> yeah. find that yeah. the fbi or whatever on his on his payroll so so I, th uh, those are those are two I wanted to give before I figured we could do a little back and forth, try to compare. But uh, you did not imagine lingerie football. That is a thing that happened. Yes. Which means it's on YouTube and you can find it's it. It's going to YouTube so. it later. <laughs> You're welcome. That's right. So, so I gave UK. you lingerie football. You gave me cheese rolling to YouTube. So I just want to <laughs> you know, compare that. <laughs> is there, well, is there, and you gave us hot dog eating as well. Uh, no, don't. I'm really telling a, you, don't. There's I've a, got, I've is got there a UK food, equivalent to that. I've got two food-related food ones. They don't involve mm. consuming food, but I've got two food-related ones. Okay. So the first one is Dorset knob throwing. Now, <laughs> you said you said you said food. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. I've heard this one. So uh, a Dorset knob is actually a savoury biscuit, and it gets its name from the Dorset knob button. A cookie? Uh, no, a biscuit, as in like a dumpling. Scone, in a way. Ah, cool. But not like a, it's like, skin. It's, yeah, it's skin. <laughs> yes, it's a skin. skin. Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, how far you can throw it, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. You're given what? this biscuit and it's like, fucking yeet it. See how far you can get it. And it's just, whoo, and it's what every. What do they get year. when they win? I can't. <laughs> that, that one scone they threw. The one scone the, you have got to go and pick it up, and you got to eat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, surely it must get destroyed every time they use afterwards, though. <laughs> Did they have to bake their own ones as well, or is it? No, I think, I think they're. I think they're. Um, You're going really obscure. None of this is on their like ESPN or Sky Sports over here. <laughs> oh no! If it does, I want them to see them like baking the. The, the biscuit and then literally taking it out of the oven and the guy's like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> the, the, a bit like a hell's kitchen sort of thing I'm just they've, got, Gordon Ramsay they've got to throw it, well. it within five seconds of it coming out of the oven that would add intrigue they've got to pick up the molten biscuit and try to throw it without burning yeah. their hand off yeah <laughs> exactly yeah, that would be, be more interesting I'm here for it yeah. their website's got on there cancellation the 1st of May they cancelled their event it's not back to oh. next year oh because uh, so of COVID <laughs> There's no a way. section. There's a section on <laughs> there. Can't have that many people there in the scope. The biscuit bro. Section. The <laughs> section on here that says knob gossip. To the British, <laughs> that's hilarious. They know what they're doing. <laughs> they know what they're uh, doing. But yeah, no. Basically, it's just you just you throw it as far as you can. Um, oh. But that's not that's not as good as the next one. The next one is the black pudding throwing com uh, ch uh, championship. Now this one, uh, the main thing is, Matt. Do you know what a black pudding is? Uh, no, but okay. uh, I'm scared to ask. It's disgusting. Um, it's basically, um, it's like a sausage that's made out of what is it? It's pig, pig fat, pig, pig fat, pig blood. Um, yeah, it's blood sausage. I was going to say, it's a blood sausage. Yeah. Yeah, oh, but sausage, they also yes. put all the nasty stuff in, and it's absolutely vile. Um, so what I they do is, uh, my well. missus loves a black pudding. She does. Yeah. 
There's a joke there, and I won't. There is a joke. What they do is they get a they get a seven point six meter plinth. They put Yorkshire puddings on it. You are then given three black puddings. I'm not finished. You then get three black puddings to throw and see how many Yorkshire puddings you can knock off. <laughs> That's just a waste of Yorkshire puddings, man. I love, I love it. It's a waste Yorkshire, Yorkshire pudding. pudding. It is a yeah. waste of Yorkshire puddings. But that's hilarious. You're given you're given three shots. I mean a black pudding Again, is quite hefty. It's quite hefty. It's not gonna be on two ice balls though, unless they have just cooked, they just fried the black puddings and they took out the frying pan into your hand. Ah, oh, ah, ah. Got to love it. Fry it. You wouldn't fry a whole black pudding, you'd cut it up. Yeah, yeah, discs. No, this isn't. You're not discs. You're not like throwing them like shurikens. You got the whole <laughs> oh, sausage. Yeah. You're not, just launch, like oh, you're just launching the whole sausage. Oh, oh. wow! It's Three like holes. They're about. I don't know how big they are. They're they're quite big. It's like American bowling, where you have to, you know, the big ball that you've got to throw down the lane to hit the pins. It's basically yeah, the like but... same kind of a thing. Just with sausage, apparently. Just throwing so... it upwards instead of. <laughs> forwards i love man see that this make this make me nostalgic my wife's grandmother was from grimsby and uh lovely lovely woman she's passed on now but uh we have her yorkshire pudding recipe and it's amazing like every other year my wife gets it right sometimes they're hockey pucks and sometimes they're you know really really big but they always taste good it's just amazing no. how you have to get them just right no, no what she should do she should cook a massive one and then put your roast dinner inside of it that works that's yeah. the key that's that is um when is I that a real to, thing? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. When when yeah. I went to, when I go when I go when I used to go, sorry, to music festivals and stuff like that, uh -huh. there was a um a van that just did filled Yorkshire pudding. So it was a massive Yorkshire pudding and it had pork, mash, gravy, uh, all the vegetables and stuff like that. All stuff the so yeah, all the fixings, fix gravy, everything inside the large, large, large Yorkshire pudding, and you get your it's on a paper plate and you get your wooden <laughs> fork and then you kind of shove all the food into your mouth because uh. you're like hungover you've had like it was three straight days heavy sessions on drink or what god knows what and then after you finally got all that goodness into your into your into your stomach you finally just have a yorkshire pudding that is kind of gravy soaked and you fold it up you eat it and then wow. you're good for the rest of the day and See, there's a, um, carry on there's you know, a carry on on the sesh uh, on with the there's sesh. a van <laughs> there's a van on the high street near me um that sells yorkshire pudding wraps which is exactly Ooh. what you've got but in a wrap, and the wrap is Yorkshire pudding, and it is amazing. It wow, is, it's is amazing. I need to, I need to let her know about this giant Yorkshire pudding as soon as. Yeah. Just what you want to do is you want to get a great big like baking tray that's got lifted sides, and that. What you yeah. want to do is you want to cook it in that, so that then you just get a, a you, you can just cut a slab of it instead of just a little actual Yorkshire pudding. Yeah, you just yeah, get yeah. A slab. That's where you want to go. Uh, Chuck some sausages in there, get a toad in a hole. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Is this, UK, um, is this UK US food or sport? I can't, I've forgotten. No, I've got one <laughs> set up. I've got someone else set up for that. But, you know, I'm always down. We're always down to talk about food. Oh, me too. Me too. So you mentioned <laughs> the you mentioned <laughs> the sausage, throwing it. And I, I assume you're, you were kind of getting, we call it frisbees here. I don't know what they call them over there. They're like the little yeah, discs yeah. that you throw. Yeah, yeah frisbee. frisbee. Yeah, yeah that's what we have here. Like we we have a lot of frisbee related sports here that are kind of 
weird. Like there's one called disc golf where people actually use Frisbees to play golf. And most of the time they're doing it to get really high, like smoke a lot of weed. So that's, that's basically it. I mean, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a metal basket at the end of this hole that you have to, oh, and there's wow. different ones that you throw. There's like your driver, which is a heavier one or a lighter one that goes farther than like your putter is, is really heavy. Like so it's frisbees. for like, yeah, there's different Frisbees yeah, that are wow. different like weights and makeup so that they can go a certain <laughs> distance. So, and you, you know, you do like a drive where you throw it and chuck it as hard as you can to try to get it as far as you can. And they, you, you keep your strokes exactly like golf. They're always in the woods though. Like they're almost always like through these winding sort of woodsy things that that's really big here. It's not on TV, but they're like every college that I've ever been to has a disc golf course off campus somewhere. So it, I, they're, would, I would watch that. I would 100% watch that. That's it's not easy. It's not easy at all. Like I, I mean, I used to play it pretty regularly when I was younger and it's not easy. I mean, because you have to think about how hard it is to hit a golf ball into a small thing. I mean, the Frisbee, the, you know, the, the basket is about this big. It's, it's, you have to get it and you, you know, have, if there's chains on it to help it, like if you hit the chains, it'll fall in, but you have to get it pretty much exact. And a lot of times it flies right by. So you're just doing the same thing, throwing it back and forth from the same spot. And it's really frustrating, <laughs> but it's, it would be fun. Now, the other sport that we have here is called ultimate Frisbee, which is basically a version of like Americanized football, but with a Frisbee. And it's kind of like soccer too, where you can't drop the, the Frisbee or else you have to give possession to the other team. But you know, you're defending guys like in basketball, they're running all over. It's, it's played on a soccer pitch. So it's a, it's a big field but you have to cross a certain line and you have to catch it on the fly. You can't run with it. So you have to catch it and stop once you catch it. It's kind of like netball. It. So like yeah, netball net, for us. Like netball. Like yeah. Like netball for us. Yeah. Kind so that's, awful, so Frisbee sports are really big here. Like those two, again, ultimate Frisbee, you can actually get a scholarship in college to play that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. You felt, mm -hmm. I've seen some of that. I've that's seen some of that, you, like videos. That, oh, that's crazy. I, I couldn't do that. It's if crazy, you want huh? to pursue your ultimate frisbee dreams, you can in America. No wonder they yeah. like, say that it's the land of opportunity. You can. I mean, <laughs> I had a friend who played it religiously. Like he was in like a semi-pro league, so he was getting paid. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's like, not easy though. It is very physically demanding because. Oh yeah. You know, you're running around the whole time, and again, you have to throw a frisbee, which is not easy to throw. You have to throw it on a dime with other people trying to whack it out of the air and you know you're you're being followed by somebody i mean it's very intense and it's it's non-stop it's back and forth back and forth wow and any any sport would be too much for me now i don't know yeah my my next one no. is foot golf i love foot golf basically, basically, it's golf with basically but instead of using a he's using a golf ball or using a frisbee football. it's a football it's yeah. just the football. You just kick it. It's. I think that's only good if there's a load of you playing because that's when you start winding yeah. each other up and stuff like that. It's. I think it's more the more people the better because you start trying to piss out of each other. You have a short. Yeah, it's courses. a shorter pitch, a shorter green as well, isn't it? Yeah. So it's more like the par three yeah. courses of golf courses, but they uh, our golf courses have some of them have the foot golf courses on them, so the hole is just like bigger, just bigger than a football. So that's hard. It sounds seen, hard. Oh, it's not easy. People, it's not easy. I've wow. seen people. I've seen places where they have advertised doing foot golf and stuff. I would like love that. to. I'd love to give it a go. 
I've yeah. been. It's good. I've done. I've played foot golf, and I've also done. Um, there's. You can get these places that have got like a great big inflatable dartboard. And oh you yes. Yeah. Have the footballs, and it's like with a felt, and you just punt near that and try and. Like foot darts. That's that's hard. Foot darts. It is hard. If that's if that's a sport, though, would you kind of like class paintball as a sport? Mm, yes. That's on my list. Some Is people it? take some people to your paintball and airsoft. You get two people that take that way too seriously. Yes, especially yes. Like, you, 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 <laughs> you are nowhere. You're not in active war zones. You are not are behind <laughs> enemy lines. Relax it's yourself, man. People who do airsoft, they always go for like ghillie suits and everything like that as well. <laughs> yes, they do. There yeah, is a guy on YouTube. There's a guy on YouTube that um, that does all the British courses. That has a ghillie suit and a sniper and stuff like. That. He takes it like, but he makes yeah. money off of it. He makes yeah. money. Imagine you go, go for the first time, just like I don't know, the, the, the friend, the friend stagdo kind of thing, and you just see that guy kind of turn. I just go, oh god, we come with fucking Billy gear, Billy all gear. Let's go. That would be me. <laughs> I, I would show up, and then I'd be like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And they're showing up with like everything. He's got he's the got, case like, the, with the sniper rifle in, it, and he's putting it together. You know, just, like. Dressed in all black, black helmet, and he just stands there, doesn't say anything. You go, oh, you're right, mate. How are you doing? Just stood there, kind of thing. I and mean, then you see him in there. He's <laughs> jumping around, pace. He's taking people out. There's people just walking back with their hands up, kind of thing. No, just don't, get, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm really competitive, so there are certain things that I just I'll tap out of. My wife loves laser tag. I heard you say laser tag under your breath, and my wife loves laser tag. But we always joke that we couldn't do it together because we would be the ones like taking the kids out. Like there is no mercy in the laser tag. Nope. I, nope. I'd be like, I don't care whose mom you you're. Who's your mom? Who's your dad? I don't care. This is all. We're all here, and you're going down. And I would just not be able to. I, I would not be allowed back. So I just as long as I, you don't start hitting the kids with the gun. No, well. no, no, no. But like, I'm not. I, I'm also the parent too. My my neighbor, he's like, you know, you gotta let your kids win every now and again. And I was like, no, I don't. No, I don't. Like he's gonna, gonna have learn to, to win. He's gonna have to earn it the way that I earned it. Cause my dad mercilessly beat me at basketball when I was a kid. Cause he had long arms, so I could never do anything. And then finally I beat him. It felt satisfying. So laser tag kids taking you out. Out. So I used to go, uh, I went paint I went paintball with my brother, and I have the same thing. I shot him in the back of the head. Oh okay. yeah. You was on the I same team as I well, but you was. <laughs> no, he fighter. wasn't. No, he wasn't. He was on the other team, and I saw his little, I saw his little beanhead popping up behind the car. So I run around the back <laughs> and just shot him point blank in the back of the head. I'd do the same thing. No mercy. No mercy. No. I don't care who it was. If it had been my mum, I still would have done the same thing. I don't care. <laughs> no mercy. She would have done the same thing to me. No I mercy. If, I would want that for you. That she would do I, the same thing to you. Oh yeah, I recommend. I I recommend to any kid that it might be this thing that does have a competitive dad that's beating them like in all physical sports. What you could do to level the playing ground is if it play uh, playing field is if you invite them to play like a video game with you, and then you just kick their ass over and over again. See, that's where that's where I'm a gamer, so he'd have an even harder time with that <laughs> because my son is going to have to go through many checkpoints before he gets to play modern video games he's gonna have to beat atari he's gonna have to beat all the things i had to beat as a kid not gonna be giving to you he's gotta level up he's gotta level up before he can get before he can try and take a swing i'm the main boss he's gotta gotta catch all 151 pokemon on pokemon blue (laughs) yeah 
That uh, might actually yeah. keep. I don't know. That's hard. That that. <laughs> you can't that, get all the Pokemon and Pokemon Blue. You have to trade them over <laughs> from uh, Red and Blue. Just on all. Of, same as all of them. Got into games now. Mitchell's Mitchell's perked up. <laughs> talk about we are Pokemon. opening up <laughs> tons of avenues, by the way, for us to talk food, games. I'm all about oh. it. Oh, mate. <sighs> Sorry. Sorry, so that so that was foot golf. Is there another yeah. one? Uh, tin bath racing. <laughs> of course, there's another. Is that, one. <laughs> is that like the um? Is that like the Red Bull thing? The sport of tin like bath box, racing uh, involves rowing so, in a tin bath across a harbour in the Isle of oh. Man. <laughs> oh wow, it, that's it, hard. Man. This has been going men. on for years, with the 44th championship having just passed. 44. Wow. wow. Means... They're all in fancy dress as well. Basically, you design your own tin bath. So, it's so a bit it's like the, the box car. So that's the, so that's the soap bar, like the Red Bull box yeah. racing yeah. in the water. Yeah. Did you guys see that somebody broke a world record? Uh, were they pat canoeing in a pumpkin <laughs> that they grew? What? Yeah, what? Get, get Guinness certified it too. I can't remember how many miles it was. What did they get the record what? for? Oh, for rowing in the pumpkin, not just yeah. Like yeah. they, they it was it was a pumpkin. <laughs> it was like one of those giant, giant ones that he carved and hollowed out, and he used it as a floating oh, device, like a out. boat. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hollowing that big out. You know how much time pie. some people have. Oh, <laughs> how many pumpkin pies did they eat? That's why. <laughs> one after the other, after the other, after the other. Do you guys eat What's pumpkin it? pie over there? Or is that an American thing? It's an Ameri- American. That's a massive right. American thing, yeah. I'm kind of... We, we get pumpkins once a year. Mm-hmm. They are carved, left to rot, and that's it. That's it? Some people do make pineapple uh, pumpkin biscuits over here. That would be good. good. I mean, the only thing pineapple-wise... <laughs> I mean, the only pineapple thing that happened... The pop- I'm saying, you got me saying pineapple now, you moron. <laughs> the only pumpkin <laughs> thing is um, it's when it's Starbucks. At the moment, it it becomes cold. They bring out the fucking oh, pumpkin spice yeah. latte. That's literally that's the only thing I think that's like. It's not even something that we made. It's not even yeah. something we made. Something no. that's come over because it's Starbucks, and then just they've just run with it. Everyone so just it, runs. With it, it happens for you guys too because they just rolled that out here, and it's a hundred fucking degrees out. As well, fair <laughs> enough. It's, it's still it's still fairly warm here. It's yeah. fairly warm. It's warmer I'd than October. Beginning of October, it'll start coming. Yeah, because September. Reasonable. That's September when it should happen here. September is weird here because it'll be raining, mm-hmm. uh, but, but still be oddly warm, which so isn't good. Raining, but you can't wear your coat. No, because you get too hot. So you got to wear shorts and have an umbrella. Uh, weird. It's yeah. weird. It's All like right. Florida. It's like Florida in September. It's Stop roasting, it. but hammering down it's like just, florida it, florida's weird don't uh don't <laughs> don't liken yourself to oh, florida please oh you should oh, check out I, a florida man episode <laughs> oh yeah. yeah we did too check them oh, both florida. out florida it's two florida man florida man is the greatest superhero of all time don't try me florida all right so i'm gonna give a couple more and one of them is food related it's called cornhole which kind of a question of yeah but it's a it's actually happens a lot it's a like a it's an outdoor game that has two wooden uh, ramps, basically, and there's a hole cut out at the top of each one of I them, and you got to throw the yeah, you got to throw the bean bags up over there yeah. from the other side. Yeah, it's really big in like tailgating for American football, like really, really big. You can get them customized and have anything you want on them, and it's it's a one-handed sport. Like a lot of people, they, people get paid. It's on ESPN here, but 
uh, usually you have to hold a drink while you're doing it. Just uh, it's just a, you know, rite of passage. Like nobody's doing it. Beer in one hand, bag in the other. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's literally, I've said, I think some people do it when they're at barbecue, like they have when they have their own barbecues and they have like yeah. like Fourth of July. I think I've seen videos of people yep. doing it as well. It's actually really relaxing, and it, it, because you can t- chat with you know the person, you the person that's on your side is one of your opponents. So there's one person from each team on each side, and you just alternate. You know, each side throws, and you get three points if it goes in the hole, four points if it lands. It's kind of like uh, curling, where you get the sum of however many, or you know, however many balls or uh, whatever it is in curling, but you know, or shuffleboard or something like that, where you have if you I have three that's here and you have two, then I get one point, you know, because like they cancel each other out. It's kind of everything, yeah. and you play the twenty-one, so it's it it's fun. I mean, again, it's on TV, and during the pandemic, like when COVID was really big over here. That's like all that was on TV because nobody in the South gave a crap about COVID. So they were just all out, you know, doing their thing. Uh, so that's a, that's a good one. There's a whole bunch of them on here, but there's one that I've seen and there. There's actually been a competition that's rolled through here. I don't know if I consider this a sport, but it's really weird. It's an air guitar competition. All these really nerdy dudes that totally rock the hell out to songs on a stage like for us. money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, I'm a huge air air guys so like i do air drums like everything like i just get into music a lot but a competition i've seen some of the youtube videos they are both sad and also impressive at the same time <laughs> people doing their best their best highly athletic tricks i can imagine it's so something they else go, they should just go like karaoke should have its own championship then in my opinion because then you is... get some like that's called pop idol or x factor or yeah mm-hmm, <laughs> basically yeah <laughs> Or nah, America's they, nah, not got talent. No, nah, but they, they don't get the words up on the screen or anything like that. <laughs> that's not that's well, some people do. Is. Some people just let, have it played in their ears. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, now big they all the old bands now have teleprompters. Everybody got on Ozzy for having a teleprompter, and I was like, he's ancient. Like he's ancient. He can't remember all of his songs. There's no way. No. Apparently, yeah. he's yeah. uh, UK to diner, isn't he? Yeah, that's what he said. Yes. He said he was coming to the UK. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to die in America. And I'm like, I can't blame you, dude. I mean, sometimes this country is, is really weird. You can, uh, you can come back here and take up bowls, which is, which is the equivalent of what you said Cornholio was. And that gets yeah. TV play over here, like lawn bowls kind of thing where you just have to roll the ball with my arm. So uh, we've got pretty good here, but down her local uh, local club where they all yeah. do bowls. But does she do so, the barefoot so, version? No, because then if you drop the ball on your foot, you're going to injure your foot, Mitchell. It's it's <laughs> supposed to bring it's supposed to bring Oof, younger generations in. What? <laughs> so what you're saying is you're basically trying to bring in people that have got a foot fetish. Maybe. Quite big in Australia. That that, I think. that that is actually a, that is one of the UK ob- uh, weird sports. Barefoot uh, long bowls. Barefoot bowls. Oh, for, oh. for a split second, I thought you was going to say. Having a foot fetish, I wouldn't say that. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I not say, what? what? It depends on how serious you take it. <laughs> that is big here, too. We could go on and on with these sports. I wish we could. A, that cornhole in that was basically a party game. So it's like yeah. beer pong, yeah. also a sport. Also on my list, um, I was a big beer pong player in college. It's, it's, it's very much a young person's game. It actually doesn't make any sense from a drinking game perspective because when you win, you drink the least. I didn't yeah. think that was the point of drinking games. Like I liked ones where, you know, I, I always liked but, oh, flip cup was one that we used to play here. But if you win, you also stay on. 
Yes. If you win, you do stay on. Usually that's how so you, usually so that's you carry how you on drinking. Sort of. I mean, it's just a, I, I liked it because generally speaking, I was still, I still had my wits about me, even if I was you know, on the way to drunk, that's, if not drunk playing beer pong. So I still was good at it. And most people that I knew were sloppy. So I was always going to win. And I even drunk as hell, I still was competitive. Like you can't put me out yeah. there and have there be a winner and a loser and not expect me to give me everything I got. My friends had a beer pong table and um, would like to throw parties. Um, mm -hmm. So I got quite a bit of practice on playing beer pong. It's and, fun. Uh, yeah, I, the tactic to, to really kind of do is if you want to stay on the, like be the best at beer pong, challenge the best player first. Because mm -hmm. if you could beat him and then just go to weaker players, then as you get drunker, it'll be easier to beat the weaker players. My strategy of choice was I was a, I would bounce, and I was really good at the fast bounce to where I'd bounce and go in a cup, and that's two, two cups. Ah. So uh, it because people aren't paying attention, so I would just throw the ball and it would bounce in, and they're like, "You got to be kidding!" And I'm like, "Let's go, let's go." You got, I mean, we're 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 moving here. We we can't be dilly dallying now. There's a place around the corner from where I am that's actually just a, it's just it's called Pong. It's just Pong table, just beer pong tables across the board. Wow. Apparently that's not American, know, although it did start. Damn expensive. Damn I know, a place, I know a place in London that was um, not beer pong, but had just basically table tennis tables, like all yeah. around, so ping pong tables. Yeah. And that was quite, that was quite a, a big wow. thing. Wow. Yeah. Well, gentlemen. Well, um, we've done a I, fair few, but yeah. we could, this, is, this is a sort of thing, although this is going to be a series of its own, yeah. doesn't mean it can't be brought back. It doesn't nope. mean we can't just continue to keep going on and on and on because sport will never die. It will no. be forever. <laughs> it will carry on. Different. It will <laughs> carry on forever. <laughs> that, only <laughs> that cheese will just keep on rolling. Keep on rolling. <laughs> Brilliant. And a callback as well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm a professional, damn it. Oh, man. Sport will just carry well, on forever and ever until we die. Sport will never die. Sport will never die. Can we will. Can I make? I need to make a request. That needs to be the title of the episode. Sport will yes. never die. That is the name of the episode. There we go. I'm here well, for it. Thank you very much for joining us and being the first of the series. Um, do you want to just tell the people where we can find you? Yeah, yeah, you can, uh, if you're following on Twitter, at Matty Ice Freights is the handle. I think you guys follow me, and that's how we uh, we connected with each other. You guys were on the world record episode as well uh, last just weekend. Me. Okay, just well, either okay. way, um, I was on a couple times, and that was, you know, that was interesting. But uh, we, we kind of, you know, connected there. So I'm on Twitter, but my Amazing. all the podcasts that I have, because I have the a media network, I have a conglomerate, I guess, of podcasts that I'm trying to unify and and you know everybody is out making the same content everybody's out trying to do the same thing right we're all enjoying this but it is nice to be heard and know that people are listening and um it's hard to do that by yourself because we're all competing so that's why i created my my network and my business it's actually a business venture for me like people think it's cute but it's you know it's something i put my money into and invested in because i believe in it and uh, my website is mattysmedia.com. I think we're sitting at like mm, eight podcasts now, something like that. So, um, and we're always looking to to recruit because I I see this. I started this right after my son was born, and was which was two years ago. So two years ago in March. So that was right when 
COVID hit and, and everything got into chaos. And I think that time at home, I've worked from home full time now, and that has afforded me a lot of, a lot of more time to do things that I've always wanted to do. I always wanted to do this. I wanted to be in radio. Life didn't work out that way. So this is the closest thing I could get. And, um, I, I like to treat it as a family, you know, the people that are in our network, some of them live here, some of them don't. Um, but they all know that they can be themselves. And so that's really why I did it, you know, not to make money or anything, but it's hard, man. I mean, like you said, you put your stuff out and yeah, you put, put your stuff out on Twitter and nobody cares, right? Like nobody, you feel like nobody's listening, but, uh, every once in a while you get that one person who tweets at you or messages you or leaves a review and they're like, Hey, that was great. Really appreciated that. That's what it is for me. It's, it's worth it when that happens. Yeah. You do it for yeah. the 10 person. Yeah. And hopefully that one person aggregates to like millions of people, but that takes a little bit of time and, and effort. And, you know, I mean, everybody's in a different place with this. You guys, you know, jokingly told me I had my shit together when I got on here, but, uh, two years ago, I didn't have my shit together. Two years ago it was me sitting right over here. This room was filled with junk and I had an old laptop and a cheap microphone that could pick up like mice farting. Like that's how much like noise it picked up. And now I've got, you know, semi-professional studio here. That took time. It took a lot of time. So um, it's just fun. I, it, it should always be fun. Podcasting should always yeah, be fun. 100%. Oh, if yeah. nobody's listening, it should always be fun. And uh, I've been trying to get more active and be friendly with more people. I'm introverted by nature, despite the fact that I do this. But uh, so when you guys put a call out, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah, well, the door, we've said this of everyone. The door's always the door is always open. The door mm-hmm. is always open. The only thing we have to battle is time zones. Yep. But we win. Mm-hmm. But we've won that battle so far. We're winning the battle so far. Yeah. About a few. So, but. Well, I will reciprocate and have you guys on something at some point because uh, I think it's it's good for audiences to get different perspectives, and you guys bring an international perspective, and I'm a huge advocate for that in America because I think there's way too many people that are just so in a bubble here in America. They've never experienced anything outside of America, and it's like America this, America that. There's a whole world, and I think sometimes hearing a different perspective gives people a little bit more of an idea of how large the world can be. So. Um, I will reciprocate and have you guys on, and we will talk about food. We'll, we'll we will yeah. fucking do that because I'm yeah, here for food talk. There's, I don't care what it is. There's two things that we can talk. We can talk food, and yes. we can get very passionate talking about shitting. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Well, that is... If there's if there's something I've learned about us making a podcast, we can go for about half hour just talking about pooping. There is Easy. one place in the entire world where everybody can get privacy and it's taking a shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, um, That's a perfect way you. to crescendo this episode. I yes. just said. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you for coming on to the episode, Matthew Ice. Yes. And uh, yeah, Absolutely. this has been US versus UK. I think we were all agreed that UK won. Sure. So uh, there we are. Yep. So one nil we are. And uh, we'll uh, leave this to Liam to wrap it up. Well, you know where to find Matty. You know where to find us. It is at Wait What Pod Trio on Twitter. Wait What Podcast on YouTube. Instagram's dead. Don't worry about Instagram. Ignore that. Don't worry about it. Catch us on all podcasting platforms. Leave us a five-star review on Apple, on Spotify, on Good Pods. We want to climb them rankings. Next.
I guess not next week, the week after, it will be TV. It's going to be right. UK versus US for TV. And we have got, funnily enough, world record holders now. The Happy Hour podcast will be with us. So we can bring the noise then. Sweet. Keep on trucking. Yeah.